If you're listening at 900 CHML in Hamilton, this story is going to be, uh, you know, it'll make your heart swell with pride. And, you know, maybe you'd like to offer something from your little stinker. Let me just put this all on the table. McMaster Children's Hospital is looking for something from your little stinker, the stinker that you love, your child. They want their poop. And this is true. This is not a joke. McMaster Children's Hospital has opened Canada's first pediatric stool bank. What exactly is that? To talk about it, Dr. Nick Hill Pye, pediatric gastroenterologist at McMaster Children's Hospital, joins the Kelly Cotrera Show. Thank you for being here, Doc. Thank you for having me on the show, Kelly. Nice to talk to you. So can you explain what you do with um, a stool bank? <laughs> sure. It's, uh, it's always a term that, that raises lots of questions. So, so the goal of our stool bank is really to, um, to, to get a healthy donor stool from other kids, um, uh, extensively screen it and, and store it in a freezer. And then when we have other kids who are, are suffering from various illnesses, such as specifically uh, C. difficile, uh, an infection of the gut, we're able to give this treatment to patients to get them better. Let's shoot the poop here. What is healthy stool? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I think that's sort of like the, the million dollar thing that everyone is trying to figure out. But what we do know is that uh, stool that's taken from someone who doesn't have a host of comorbidities or other diagnoses, or specifically doesn't have C. difficile, generally tends to be all that we need in order to, to fix kids who are struggling with this infection. So is this all about gut bacteria? Because we hear a lot about gut bacteria. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so inside stool, there's all kinds of things, and and this is sort of getting into uh, into the weeds and, and all the dirtiness of what comes out in our poop. Bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, I, I love it. But among that is a lot of bacteria, and um, while there's some bacteria that can cause us to get sick, there's other bacteria that teams within the intestine that actually can create a lot of really healthy conditions for people. Um, and, and just what we know is that even though we have a, a difficult time saying, well, exactly what are the bacterial types or species that make someone healthy or not, we know that when you look at kids who have Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, uh, various uh, sort of neuropsychiatric conditions, or more specifically with this, who have Clostridium difficile colitis, mm-hmm. there's something different about their bacteria compared to kids who are healthy. Okay, so, so how are you using the stool from other kids to help these kids? What do you do with it? Yeah, so when, once we get the stool, we, we sort of process it. And we, of course, test it for all kinds of infections and pathogens. And then we create it into an enema. So many people have had enemas before. It's essentially like a liquid slurry. And then we deliver it into the colon through an enema bag. It takes about five minutes. Um, usually one treatment, all that's needed, sometimes two. And after that, we see these incredible cure rates that are far better than antibiotics. So is this like a fecal transplant almost? That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So that's really the, the formal term, a fecal microbiota transplant or an FMT. Okay, so you're taking the good bacteria, you're injecting it or, or putting it in that environment where it should be thriving. And does that bacteria, over? does it multiply and overtake the bad bacteria or does it attack the bad bacteria? How does it work? Yeah, it's a good question, you know, and, and that's something that's not completely clarified, even though this, this treatment has been something recognized for decades now. But we think it's probably a combination of both. You know, one, one of the risk factors that causes kids and adults to get C. difficile or C. diff is often when you've had a round of antibiotics or something completely different, let's say like, a, like an ear infection. It seems like when that happens, the, the, the consequence of taking an antibiotic 
is you get rid of all those healthy bacteria, and then you have this new niche for the space where, where things like those pathogenic bugs can kind of get in. So maybe it's just sort of pushing out the C. difficile bad bacteria. Maybe it's that the, the good bacteria helps to kind of fight it off along with your immune system. But what we know is that it works, and, and it works extremely well compared to the alternative of antibiotics. Okay, now let's uh, make our listeners in Hamilton swell with pride here because it is the only Canadian stool bank for kids. Uh, it's the only pediatric stool bank in, in the country. Um, how are people that live elsewhere accessing um, treatment via people and their their generosity of uh, their pediatric stool samples? Yeah, you know, um, I'll, I'll just mention that before answering the question. This is something that we're really proud of and uh, really hats off to the leadership and McMaster Children's for believing in this and, and putting us on the map as the only uh, stool bank in the country. Um, one of our first patients was actually a, a child from out east, uh, out in Halifax, and that family was able to fly here and receive the treatment. They stayed a couple of days in Hamilton, hopefully got to a nice glimpse of, of the wonderful parts of our city, but they were able to get this treatment over two days, took 10 minutes each time, and then they went back home. Right now, um, we have colleagues here, including a colleague named Michael Surrett, uh, one of our researchers who is preparing oral capsules and my hope is that once we have those capsules, someone doesn't need to fly down here to get the enema. We can actually prepare these pills and send them out to a clinic or a location closer to home. How far does a stool sample go? I mean, that, that sounds like an uh, indelicate c- question, but I'm just curious. Yeah, no, it's a great question. Just, just ask that again once more in terms of how, how far it goes. Yeah, how far would it go? I mean, um, how many people could you cure or help with uh, one stool sample? Yeah, it's a great question. So actually, for one one stool, uh, one poop, as gory as it is, it'll it'll prepare about five to ten different treatments. So it, just to give you a sense, everything that we're doing all the time in the toilet uh, can can treat up to five to ten kids, which is amazing. Um, It's a pretty simple concept, but it works. So we're really proud of this. Okay, I know that you're looking for donors. How how many stool samples do you currently have that are frozen? So we have about 30 treatments right now. We need many more. If there are any kids out there between the ages of 5 to 18 who are interested in being donors, we would love to chat with you. Okay. All the details, it's really easy. All right. So usually it's probably not going to be the kids calling you. It'll be the parents. But how do they get in touch with you? And uh, do they have to, like, come and produce the stool there at Mac? Or do they sh- send it in? Once again, it's kind of an awkward question. Yeah, no, but, but it's important, though. We, we, uh, we try and break down as many barriers as possible. We need to get a blood test. We need to make sure that, that our kids are, are, are safe donors. We ask a couple of questions, and then we'll test the stool. Um, the, the, the stool can be produced at home. We will get you containers that are needed, and then we can help with all of the pickup and the drop-off and all the rest. We try and break down the barriers. And uh, is it tough to get the person to do the pickup? or? <laughs> no. Thankfully, I work with an amazing team. Um, so whether it's me showing up at someone's door or one of our... You will go to someone's door. Of course. Of course. We're trying to help other kids. It's Good for you. Do. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, We're all part of this together. That's dedication. Well, listen, I uh, congratulations on being Canada's only stool bank. Are people, pediatric stool, stool bank, that is, are other hospitals reaching out to you and saying, you know, asking you how Mac does this? And are you hoping to inspire other hospitals, you know, children's hospitals to do the same thing here? We have had a couple of calls so far. Um, I really hope that's, that's the side effect of all of this. It's not hard to do. There's nothing revolutionary here. 
um, if we can make it easier and more accessible, we help more patients. Sure. Everybody poops. I've read the yep. book. Everyone poops. Thank you so much, Dr. Pai. I really appreciate your uh, your time. This is an incredible thing that you're doing, and it's going to help a lot of kids. And it is, it's, it, you know, it's just a simple thing that that makes a lot of sense. So thank you for sparing some time because clearly you're busy. You might have a pickup to make. <laughs> thank you for having me on the show, Kelly. Cheers. That's Dr. Pai, pediatric gastroenterologist. Dave said to me, "Are you going to be able to say that?" Yeah, I am gastroenterologist at McMaster Children's Hospital. All right. Well, that's pretty cool.